Guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm super pumped to have you guys tuning in for today. Couldn't be happier. I've been a little bit under the weather. That's why we haven't really been posting any podcasts for this um, for this podcast episode. But um, we are back, and I'm super pumped to be talking about commuting. Now, we have previously talked about this subject, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about how I commute. And what many of you guys can do if you ever think about commuting either on a bike, a scooter, or some other form of transportation, including the bus. So let's break it down. I'd just like to share with you guys three main things that I found very convenient when commuting on a bike. So for many of you guys that are trying to get some exercise in, that directs me to my first point, which is exercise is key. And commuting on a bike really does um, help you in this aspect. You do work um, your core because you do have to keep it tight, but also it helps you with obviously with your legs, um, keep those toned. Upper body, not so much, but you know, you still have to keep those firm whenever you're turning or whenever you're braking. Now, the second point that I want to talk about is not just exercise, but also when it comes to fuel economy. So many of you guys have to spend a lot of money when it comes to gas. And right and you know right now gas is not expensive. It's actually pretty cheap. Um but sooner or later it will be going up. And I think as gas prices go up, if you have a big F150, most people usually switch out of that and they'll get another car most of the time just to save gas. But when it when you start doing it before that happens it becomes easier it's not that big of a hit and it's not that big of a shocker which is why i started using my bike now i have a toyota rav4 which is pretty good uh fuel wise i could pump every two every week if i really go out and drive like a ton but for the most part every two weeks i'm good so with the bike I've been able to pump once a month or sometimes only once every three weeks, which is incredible stuff uh, to be doing. And you can definitely save a lot of coin when uh, whenever you do that. So that's my second point. You can save a lot. Um, and yeah, just, you know, protect yourself from that big gasoline prices uh, down the road. The third thing is for anyone that cares about the environment, it's a great way to, you know, help out. I did hear a comment and I thought it was hilarious. A friend of mine, uh, she told me, hey, you know, one bike, you know, doesn't really change that much of the CO2 going in the air or, you know, and that's what she told me. And that really wasn't one of the biggest things that motivated me to start commuting on a bike. But it got me thinking and I was like, well, if many people started to do it, maybe not one, but, you know, maybe if a couple thousand you know, bikers here in the Houston area. And I hadn't really paid attention uh, for the most part, but there are a ton of Houston bikers everywhere. And I mean, from all styles of life, from the people that ride the fancy, you know, Ferraris of bikes, uh, you know, the ones that have the classic specialized bikes, the ones that have like the old school cruisers, the ones that have like the two, you know, handlebars kind of like bent I know you guys have seen them and the cool thing is you know they're just riding around like if they if they were just chilling 
or you see like the grandpas with the nice bikes with the back you know protector and they're just riding down the street looking all cool with their little helmet on so there's a ton of people that bike in houston and for good reason um like i said the distances are long but if you are in the midtown area or if you are in the suburbs or just in a place where everything is somewhat close to you, biking might not be such a bad idea. So those are the three points that I want to take, uh, that I want you guys to take from biking or commuting from one place to another. Now, there are a few cons. Um, I'm not going to ignore them. First one is weather is unpredictable, especially in Houston. So how many of you guys have either been in your car and it's sunny outside beautiful day and then as soon as you get out of the office or as soon as you get out of wherever you are it starts pouring and you forgot your umbrella you forgot your raincoat you're not you know dressed appropriately for the rain well you can't really you know negate or how do i say this you can't really not plan for that if that makes sense whenever you're biking so you always want to be ready you want to have your biking gear when it comes to you know your helmet your jacket you want to be waterproof and most importantly something i do every day before i go biking to school is i look at the weather like a good weather app um there's one called dark sky it's really good um it actually tells you i think hour per hour but even sometimes minute per minute which is ridiculous um but it's pretty accurate from what i hear and personally, I just use the uh, Apple, you know, weather app that comes on my phone, and it, it's pretty reliable. I really don't often use the minute per minute, but if you really wanted to know that, just in case of any emergency, I would definitely recommend it. Now, that's one thing. Weather's unpredictable. Second thing, sweat. Uh, for many of us, there's some people that sweat a lot, there's others that don't. I'm one of the few... Actually, I'm probably one of the many that sweats a ton whenever I'm doing exercise. And when it comes to biking, it's no different. Uh, So when it comes to biking, um, for the most part, it's the back, it's the legs. You know, you get off the bike. And and for the most part, when I started, it was actually wintertime. So it wasn't too bad. I could always cool down. But now it's starting to come, you know, springtime, summertime. So it's starting to switch up on me. So whenever the temperature switches up on you, it's, it's, you know, you have to dress accordingly. So I was wearing like some Adidas Tyro, some, you know, some long, somewhat tight, you know, sweats, uh, and like a t-shirt and a waterproof jacket just in case to keep me warm, but also to keep me away from the water. Um, so that's really good. But now that it's coming to springtime, you always have to dress accordingly, right? So that's a, that's a second thing that you need to account for is sweat, sweat 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 you know do you really want to be that sweaty when you go in the office or school or whatever when it comes to school i really don't care you know i dry up within the minute i'm really not trying to impress anybody but i always take a shower before going must 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 take a shower if you don't you're definitely gonna smell now when it comes to people that commute i've had ideas such as you know going to a nearby gym If you have a membership, taking a shower, dressing up there, you know, you clean up. There's always wipes. There's various ways, but it is definitely a con whenever you're biking to a spot that I do want to let you guys know about. Okay, also the third thing, uh, time. So sometimes people, and no pun intended, 
people think that biking is is actually faster than going in a car. And in some cities, that might be the case, but for the most part, it's not, even with the stop signs. Now, why do I say that? Well, every single biker has to follow transit laws. Like, that's just the main thing. And it's it's really good. It's a good idea to do it, first of all, because if you don't, you're probably going to get hit, and it's, it's not going to end well. Second of all, like... It's just a good idea not to get a ticket. And yes, bikers can get tickets, which is kind of ridiculous. But yes, we can get tickets. I haven't got one yet. I don't plan to. Um, so that's the second thing. But when it comes to time, there are a few instances where you will be behind on time. So you have to plan accordingly. For example, it takes me maximum 20 minutes to get to class. It takes like three, three to four miles away from my house. It's a bit of a bike ride. Fastest I've done it is probably 16 minutes. So you take the bike routes, you know. Every city, I think, has bike routes. Houston for sure does. And I take the route that I thought was the most convenient. And that brings me to another point when it comes to time. And I'll give you an example. Whenever I first started bike riding, what I would do is I went to specific routes every single day of the week at the times that I was going to have the class. You could do the same thing if you were going to go to work, if you were going to go somewhere else. And sometimes maybe you can't fit it in that way. You know, you don't have that semester that week that you can use to do that. But try out the route regardless. And what I would recommend is time yourself. So from the moment that you get out of your house, click that stopwatch. And as soon as you finish or you're close to getting there, once you get there, click it again and see how much time it takes you. First couple of times, you're going to do a lot of time. But once you get the hang of it, you'll actually have a good average and it'll give you the best time in your head for you to plan accordingly. So guys, commuting is an amazing way to save money, first of all. Second of all, to get some exercise in, you know, in your busy schedule, like it's it's a really good way to get some exercise in. And third of all, like, I think it's a good de-stressor. Whenever it comes to that, like, you know, de-stressing, being in tune with the environment, with nature, very, very helpful. And also just in general, like, it it helps. It has a lot of perks in the sense of you actually can find a niche. So when I started biking, I really didn't know what I was doing. I made a few friends that also like biking. It's, It's a topic of conversation it's opened up a lot of doors and I know that sounds kind of cliche here and there like oh I started biking and I'll have the all these opportunities but but it's true you know like you meet people that are in the similar niche you know you you never know you might meet that next person that can offer you the job or you meet that next client you you never know it's a good talking point and most of all it's just beneficial for you and also the environment so if you haven't done it or if you haven't tried it I would definitely like for you to try it and let me know what you think. Um, Even if you don't do it for as long as I'm doing it or as long as others have done it, it doesn't really matter. At least try it once in your life. Tell me what you think, and I would love to hear the feedback. So, guys, thank you for listening in on this podcast. I love every single person that listens to the podcast, and we will be having more soon. See ya.